I'm bad. Here with T Bird and the other guy, OG. Good evening, gentlemen. She's back. Good evening, did Mo. Y'all, did y'all miss me? You did. You oh, did. It was a little different last week. <laughs> You're just saying that. T Bird was on his best behavior. So. Oh, really now? No fumes coming out of his ears? Or? No. Well, we played nice in the sandbox. Mm. It's been a brown liquor kind of evening. This week, though. Yeah. Uh oh. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right, guys, just let's start off talking a little Braves. Um, free agency, a lot of transactions. I'm seeing a lot of minor league contracts. We we lost some some big names. We gained a couple of what we hope are going to be big names. What do you think, T. Bird? Are you impressed? Are they done? I mean, what does this mean for the upcoming year? I, you know what? I was looking at our lineup, and uh, I, I, I just got to see them play. I mean, when you take Dansby out, uh, I don't know what we're gonna get from Grism. You know, I, I I just you know how you can go in with your uh with your ball team and have a feel. Mm-hmm. I really don't have a feel right now. Uh, I'm just gonna have to wait and see. Uh, you know, we lost Adam Duval to Boston. Mm-hmm. I don't know why we didn't give him a, a one year deal for seven million dollars. Yeah. Uh, I when he's healthy, OG shaking his head, but when he's healthy. Adam Duvall, I think he's a good player. If not, his, he's a gold glove outfield. Yeah. Now, look at what you got. You got Eddie Rosario and you got Marcel Azuma. Which one you you rather keep them two over Adam Duvall? Yeah. Yeah, I would. That's because you're a nut. Well, we got Sean Murphy. Um, won the gold glove in 2021. So He's going to spot. Uh, I really think they got to try to move Azuna. Some kind of way. I don't know. You think that's a good idea? Uh, I think this is my feeling on that. OG, let me see what you think. I think he plays uh, or they keep him midway through the season. They try to get a move and just eat the rest of his contract. Yeah, that makes sense. I, I can see that. I can see that. Because he's not he's not giving you nothing. Now, if he gets off to a tear, then, you know, of course, that changes things. But if he up there uh uh swatting flies like he was last summer you know I mean, how you gonna get him in the game because you got uh rosario they hoping he gonna be the rosario of old then you got the sean murphy kid you know they signed him to a big deal so that eventually that's gonna be his left field job right yeah i i, I overall i feel like the braves have 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 gone the budget route and we've lost more big names than we've brought in you know we got all these little you know names you've never heard of and and we got sean murphy that's the one somewhat notable name but and we lost dansby freed you know duvall for, for to some extent like all, all these name players we still got freed now oh i i thought he was gone no nah, he's not gone oh he's I'm just not- gonna be an arbitration and he probably going to be gone when it's time to sign him. <laughs> okay. Because we probably ain't going to keep him. Maybe I jumped the gun a little bit. I, I just, I don't expect Freed to stay. Right. Um, I, I just, I don't think we're going to, the Braves are are in that mindset. We just, we're just selling off our assets and, and just, you know, just I, going I, budget friendly. I feel the same way. I don't know why. In this mix, you know, of, of, of losing some key pieces, um, Braves gave away their top, pitching prospect. I mean, I know that's kind of part of the game, um, but 
do we really want to go, start going down that road? I mean, we know the Braves have kind of built their bread and butter on that farm system. And so. Well, the farm farm system is dilapidated now. Did I say that right? Sure. We used to have the best farm system in baseball. Of course, you know, when you win and you're trying to stay up there, you're going to lose some people from trades and whatnot. But they got to build that back up. But at the same time, it's. If if Max Freed plays well and you don't sign him, I, I don't understand what the strategy is. I mean, you you're trying to keep your team intact, but we losing key people, and it's not only the physical part aspect; it's the mental part that mm-hmm. these guys bring. So you know, we're gonna have Von Grissom at shortstop. Yeah, he played great. He he seems to be in that mode. But we're going to see. So, if, if you know, we might be eating crow or, or double A might be eating crow if if he's not giving us what we feel like we ought to have. Well, he hit 291 and had an on-base percentage of eight, um, 800. So, it's it's there's certainly, you know, room to grow, but also, I guess, you know, some, some potential and seeing that there definitely could be an upside to this. But my concern is Braves are – kind of getting close to that uh, luxury tax threshold. And you know they're not going to be willing to pay that. Does that mean that the checkbook writing stops? You know, I think if you want to win, you you know, if you got the money, you do like the, like the Yankees. You Ain't nobody worried about no luxury tax when I can win. I mean, I know you got to stay, your mindset got to stay right with the money, but I don't think they're going to get uh, that close to it because they losing all the big time players right. that demand the most money. Oh, gee, just paying a luxury tax just seems to fly in the face of the cash cow system that you know Liberty Liberty does. So, yeah, and and we 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 touched on this before because it's almost like a business owner versus an individual owner. And you know, look at the Yankees or the Mets; they just write and break out that checkbook without even a second thought. And yet, you know, we we've over here, you know doing the doing the PL and the the budget and I just yes we've got seven core players that are on contract for at least three years we've we've got Austin Riley Matt Olson Michael Harris Spencer Strider you know Acuna and Ozzy but that's not enough to make a a true run in the National League and and, and even in the postseason well um Acuna and Ozzy gonna be coming up. They gonna renegotiate for us all said. And They've got to. And and so what kind of money there now? Are you gonna let possibly the best player in baseball when he's right go because you penny pension? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they will. Do we do we need to count the ways of the players that have who deserve um to be paid, but Atlanta just didn't do it, didn't get it done. A couple, Wasn't interested. A couple of years from now, we're not going to be able to say half of the half of the the players in the NL because they're all former Braves, like like yeah. number five, you know, the, the Dodgers. Now that all our talents going, so we're we're going to have to. Uh, I just I just think it's a mistake. I mean, they say they want to win, but they do the opposite. Do the opposite. I think it, when we won the World Series, that slipped up on them. Yeah, I, you know they. They thought we had a pretty good team, but I didn't think that they thought we was going to win the World Series. I don't think a World Series is ever like on the vision board for Liberty Media. I think it's just again 
make make as much money as you can in this market because you have the interest. Um, there's really no loss because you can you're not investing too much into the roster. So just let them have fun. Whatever happens, happens because they're coming to the battery. Yeah, they come to the battery. So, uh, you know, but you got to give them a reason to come to the battery. So I, I, hopefully, hopefully uh, they'll get bought out by an individual. You know, they talked about that there was somebody or somebody was interested in buying. Do you understand the projected revenue that I, they'd be getting? No way. I don't know. Jesus could come and say, hey, I'll buy him. And I don't think they'd buy it. Yeah, I said Jesus. I, I ain't touching that. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. If there's enough zeros on the check, I, I think you'd, I think anybody will listen. But it's it's a cash cow for them, so it's gonna it's gonna take a lot. I think as a fan, it's disappointing because I know in any major sport, free agency is kind of like a big deal because again, the potential, the possibilities, the names that are out there, the value that they could add, the the, the seats that they could fill if you were to add them to your team. It's, 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 it's a wish. Um, it's a dream for every fan. So the fact that year after year after year, more times than not, for all the Atlanta sports team, there's no big splash. There's no big name. Um, and even if it is a big name, they're well past their prime. So it's it's not like there's anything to really invest in. And, and I think that that trend is going to continue, particularly for baseball. Yeah. And it really caused a lot of folks to turn to, I don't know, soccer. Well, they – Stop buying the jerseys with the favorite player's name on it, and he's a star in Atlanta for the Braves because he might not be here. Right. I mean, I, I'm an Acuna guy. Please don't, don't let Ron look, Acuna don't, go. Uh, I know. I'm just saying. Prepare he's, yourself now. All right, folks. Y'all stick with us here on the Couch Table Sports Report. When we get back, we'll talk a little bit about NIL. Players have too much power. Stick with us. Hey, this is T-Bird from the Couch Potato Sports Report. I think about Atlanta sports all the time, but I talk about them every Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern here on Podbean. Follow the link, join myself, Mo, and the other guy as we'll discuss all Atlanta sports from the Braves to the Hawks and the Falcons. Again, join me, T-Bird, with Mo and the other guy every Friday at 6 p.m. live the episodes will be available on Spotify, Apple, and wherever you listen. Hey, this is producer Dex with the Couch Potato Sports Report. I have so much fun watching these guys talk about sports like they're sitting around a water cooler. There are a few things that can compare to sharing your peace of mind about something that you care about. Have you ever thought about telling the world what you know? That's where Podbean comes in. Podbean is a podcast platform that combines live streaming, analytics, a website, and more all in one place. You can create, record, distribute, manage, and monetize your pod from a desktop or phone app. Start with the basic free plan and receive a $100 credit for advertising to build your audience. Now go to the show notes, click on the link, and you will receive $100 advertising credit when you start your podcast today. Also, it's a great way to support the show. Why would you hold on to a stale old auto policy when you have a fresh new car? 
new ride, new you, new plan, right? The LeVette Group will assess the new you for a tailored policy that meets all your requirements. So why not update your auto needs with a personalized plan from the LeVette Group? Call me, Todd Dean, to find the best package that fits you. I can be reached at 678-777-7718. Again, I'm Todd Dean of the LeVette Group, and you can reach me at 678-777-7718. I'm telling you, these breaks are something that you made zero sense, T-Bird. Zero sense. As much as you were trying to. I thought you was on my team. Always. I made you coffee. Am I? Yeah, you did. But I, am I missing something? Yeah. Yeah, well, you miss You miss a lot. I love you, T-Bird. I no, missed you, you. I missed you so much. No, you did. I did. I did. Yo, so there were like 22. There were like 22 if I'm not mistaken, 22 players from Georgia that entered the transfer portal, right? Yeah, they, it? they rolling out of there. I mean, you're, you're noticing. Backups. It's just, and I don't know how I feel about this. These college players are really taking control of their own destinies in terms of where they play and what they play for. Um, and I'm sure these NILs are significantly influencing the allure of transferring or at least becoming um have line in your pockets while you can i mean come on there's, there's no guarantee that a lot of these college players will go to the next level so why not particularly if you think about it, a lot of them come from underprivileged um households where you know dollar signs a lot of zeros aren't really prominent so why not i mean why not make your money og i mean is it do you think it'll really change the structure of the game and how it's played and really the motivation for players playing it it changes a a a player's attraction to a specific school it's it, it's there it's a business decision it's not for your education or for you know the coach or, or anything specific and these are young men we're talking about here like 20 you know early 20s and they just if they get benched or if they they're not the starter and they throw a hissy fit they can then trans like no i just i think i think it's too easy for them to just on a, on a you know the, the when the wind changes they can just change schools just like that but think about it we watched george in that national game and when they were up by a million to one they put in backups and those backups looked amazing and the writing's on the wall if you're sitting on the sideline basically with georgia making a statement of look who's next and you're really not feeling like you're a part of the future regardless of the fact that there's a, a chance to repeat again as national champion so why not think about yourself is, is this giving the players too much power to bird yeah I, I of course i mean if remember in the years past without the nil money you stay okay now you go if 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 say if uh um you a georgia and uh lsu lose a cornerback okay they watched you play in that back row and you were phenomenal they say we can get that guy so they if they give him the right amount of money he's looking for he gonna he gonna go because he knows he's gonna start now i don't know are, are we are we 
exaggerating this issue, OG, because I'm thinking, think about Joe, Bur Joe Burrow, think about um, who's uh, Justin, Justin Fields, think about these players who pre-NIL just left because they, they obviously understood that there was an opportunity where they were currently. They went to other schools, thrived, and most of them now are in the, the NFL. So I don't know. Is it is it really that big of an issue? Or, we, again, is this a trend that's going to get worse over the years? Should we be concerned? Will this change the way we view players? I, I think the NIL as a whole, it, there are some teams, a lot of smaller teams, and then big city teams that are very good at the NIL. I think some of the powerhouse teams like the the Georgias, the Alabamas, Ohio State's, Michigan's, they're still kind of trying to figure it out. But I think when the, when a couple of those, you know, big time schools, you know, those top five schools are negatively affected, I think that's when we'll see some standardization across the board on just kind of reining in the rules because you've got, you've got schools like, like Miami has done it very well. They, they played their NIL cards very well. Rutgers even because they're so close to New York, they can get no lineman, a, you know, a, a, a card, you know, sponsorship or whatever, but because the school itself is not responsible for getting the NIL deals, they've got these kind of middlemen that, that, you know, try and be that, be that agent to both sides. But the um, the big one is a player of Florida's future quarterback decommitted um, if over a $13 million deal. And he's from California. And in California, you've got to have it signed in the contract. Well, in Florida, it's a handshake deal. And, you know, for, for whatever reason, it, it fell through and he asked to be out of the contract because it was contingent on this $13 million. And so now he's he's a free agent again, up to the highest bidder. But... It, it, he's a mercenary. It's just, it's who's going to pay him the most money, which I, I understand. He, he's a football player. He wants to get paid, but I, just, I don't think it's what's best for the game. Mm. What you got, Nick? I think you guys are conflating the NIL with the transfer market, um, the transfer portal. First off, the, the whole reason why we had the NIL to begin with is because of uh, Ed Bannon, Ed O'Bannon of a UCLA yeah. because his image and stuff were used even after he was out of college. And that's, that wasn't fair. And so you had States like California saying that these players, they could have the rights to their own images. The NCAA couldn't have it. So then because California decided to do that, all the other States were like, well, everybody's going to go there because they have the right to their own image. So then the NCAA kind of freed that up to where all the players can have the rights to their own image. Well, with that, there's a transfer portal because if somebody is good and they're not starting at whatever school that they that they originally went to, for whatever reason, they can go somewhere else and they should have the right to do that. The NCAA should not be beholden to it. I mean, they have way too much monopoly power when it comes to all of this. So then it I think it just the NIL incentivizes all the the quarterbacks, the wide receivers and the running backs. Because they're they're the more popular players that are going to get the ball more and and they make all the big plays. So it just, teams need big uglies. They need I, O linemen, D linemen, just those less glorious positions. I but completely disagree with you. And I'm going to give you one example. Uh, Libby Dunn. Do you know who Libby Dunn is? Nope. She is one of the most powerful voices in the NIL right now. She is a gymnast for LSU. 
she has 13 million followers on her uh, Instagram or something like that. And her star power is so powerful that they've had to get security because of her fans. That is the power of the NIL. But but how much money has she made on her image? Like, I don't know how much money she's made on her image. I don't it, really care how much money she's made on her image. It's not $13 million that about a quarterback that's it, unproven. It, it wouldn't matter. She's a gymnast, dude. How many other gymnasts? I can't even name another gymnast. The only reason why I know of her is because of the amount of security that she's had to get. You, you're conflating being a student with being a business. Now these students have control of their image. They have control of their rights, just like a free agent in any other sport. They have a right to that. They should have a right to that. So they as, should absolutely have a right to that. Yes, I, I agree. I, I agree. They should they should be compensated if their image is used. But whose image is going to be used more often? The quarterback or or the guard or the tackle? Well, it's going to be the quarterback all day. I mean, maybe she's it. I mean, if there's going to be people that, you know, uh, that aren't going to, you know, be as popular. I, I mean, I can't even think of a lineman. Everybody's going to think, you know, whenever the um, whenever the reporters talk to somebody, it's always going to be your specialist players anyway. So is it fair to them? Is it fair to the guards? Is it fair to the kickers and all that? No. Other, well, then you can't be mad at either party. For the amount that it gets. If I'm a 13 year old kid, think looking at at what this landscape looks like, I'm gonna I'm hey I want to I want the money I want to be a quarterback or a wide receiver running back instead of maybe what they're best suited for or it just it de incentivizes. Do you know what the number one desired profession is of 13 year old kids right now? It's it's probably, probably a YouTuber, YouTuber. Or, exactly. or, a, so, or a Twitch star. So all of that doesn't even matter. All of that, that still just features into everything that they're doing. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't take away or put anything towards the the game. It doesn't take anything away from from football. I it, mean, it is what it is. It, so. change, it changes recruiting from, it, it just makes cool. recruiting not a, it just makes it more of a, it's a business transaction. It's not. Like it wasn't before? <laughs> like it wasn't before. It's you just, think, it's you just think that, legal now. You think that thirty thousand dollar degree that I would get from like UCLA is worth bubkiss if I'm going into, you know, if I'm playing for the Cincinnati Bengals or something like that? But these are are student athletes. They not made athlete money for students. their school. They made money for their school already. Do you know how many scholarships all that pays for? Come on. Oh, those, gee, oh, those, gee. those schools, those okay. kids oh, own those okay. schools. Nothing, it, dude. Nothing. You, you saying that they should do things? The right way, but they don't. He's I, saying the slaves should be beholden to the plantation. No, oh, oh right. wow, yeah, that's yeah. That's, a, that's, that's what I said. But, but that's what, what I said. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, you're saying that uh, because they're student athletes, don't, don't, yeah, that's what they are. It's modern but day but serfdom. Don't, but don't nobody, don't nobody care about that. Them coaches don't care if they want you to go to class. They want you to make a good grade. But they want you to play football. Right, D's get degrees. That's where that saying came from. Yeah. But I just, it just, to me, a good football team is well-rounded in all aspects. And with this, all this big money thrown around, it, it's not getting thrown around to the O and D linemen. It's getting thrown nah. around to quarterbacks, wide receivers. And Unless you are just phenomenal as a It's not even being phenomenal. It's, you know, name recognition. People outside of the sport, do mm -hmm. they know you? You know, can they... Bryce Young made $4 million and 
can't be mad at him. And he should be the one to be able to make that kind of money off of his name and I likeness. I think other schools making that, way more money exactly, off of that if, than if he that, is. Like, if, if it's because he won the Heisman <laughs> Trophy, okay. If it's because he's a quarterback, okay. Again, recognizing your worth and your value should be something that should be controlled by that player. And that's and, what this and world is all understanding, about understanding, you know, again, the evolution of sports um, with, you know, fantasy, fantasy leagues. It's, it's about – your brand, and we'll talk a little bit more about that later. But oh, I can't be mad. I, I got one question it's about I got, your brand. Okay. I, got, I got one question for OG. I'm gonna leave that alone. I, I got two questions <laughs> actually for you. Two questions. Two questions. Who was your favorite player to come out of the draft last year? Last year, my favorite player in recent years, probably local hero Trevor Lawrence. Okay, what's his degree? I think it's uh, agriculture engineering. Who cares? Do you see what I'm saying? Like nobody cares. Yeah, because, be, be, but he because also the reason why we talk about him is because how he throws the football. Correct. Not because whether he correct. got a C in English. But, but he didn't. He didn't sign a 13 million dollar NIL deal. It doesn't matter. It does. It, like, it, it doesn't matter though. But mm. but let me say this: he might not have signed that, but he got everything he wanted while he was going through what his thing. You don't think he was getting everything that he wanted? If these yes. players could go to the pros without going to school, would we even be having this? Would we even have college football? That's fair. I mean, that's nah. Fair. Because, uh, what's his name? That running back tried to do that. Go oh. straight out of high school yeah. to. Yeah, but he was trash. Yeah, he, was, yeah. he was 500 pounds. Oh, you talking about Ohio State, dude? Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, Marcus yeah, something. He, yeah he was trash, yeah. but I'm just saying. He was a little. He tried to do it. To. Your body ain't physically right. ready from high school to college. Ooh, so. guys. Ooh, strong feelings on both sides. Y'all stick with us here on the Captain Sports Report. We certainly are reared and ready to go to talk some NFL playoffs. Stick with us. Hey, this is Mo Better with the Council Tater Sports Report. I'd love for you to join us for what always promises to be an entertaining and lively discussion on the latest news in sports. And trust me, I need all the support I can get because refereeing these matchups with T-Bird and the other guy is no easy task. But it's always a lot of fun. Tune in Fridays at 6 o'clock. When shopping for homeowners insurance, understand that any broker can bundle to save you money. The LeVette Group takes insurance further with personalized agent attention. We are always available to advocate for you and your family when processing claims and adjusting for your insurance requirements. Call me, Todd Dean, to find the best package that fits you. I can be reached at 678 777 7718. Again, I'm Todd Dino of the LeVette Group, and you can reach me at 678 777 7718. Hey, this is producer Dex with the Couch Potato Sports Report. I have so much fun watching these guys talk about sports like they're sitting around a water cooler. There are a few things that can compare to sharing your peace of mind about something that you care about. Have you ever thought about telling the world what you know? 
That's where Podbean comes in. Podbean is a podcast platform that combines live streaming, analytics, a website, and more all in one place. You can create, record, distribute, manage, and monetize your pod from a desktop or phone app. Start with the basic free plan and receive a $100 credit for advertising to build your audience. Now go to the show notes, click on the link, and you will receive $100 advertising credit when you start your podcast today. Also, it's a great way to support the show. We are back here on the Couch Potato Sports Report, live here at Mission Road Studios every Friday, 6 o'clock. You can join us on Podbean, join the conversation. We welcome your comments and questions. You can like us on Facebook. You can find us on Spotify, YouTube. Spotify, Apple, YouTube? and wherever. Yeah, I mean, we're on not Twitter, on, on the couch spot. I was going to... You know I saved that one for last. Oh, I didn't know that. I'm sorry. Say it anyway. No. Hey, the best way to share or to support the show is to share it with a friend. Get the conversation going. Build us up. Build you up. Give yourself something to talk about on uh, 6 o'clock on a Friday. So Yeah, it's not like you're doing anything else. You know, not living life or... Making coffee for somebody else. Right. (laughs) Yes, Uh, That's because people that make coffee for other people are nice. Oh, hashtag Starbucks. No, <laughs> we're not, we're not going to start the coffee debate because no. Um, so we've got the NFL playoffs going a little bit deeper, deeper. I know you enjoyed last weekend watching some, some good games, Man, uh, surprise, good. surprise. We, I know we're all rooting for the Jaguars hometown team. Dude, when you for, throw four interceptions, you're supposed to lose. You're supposed to lose. But if nothing else, I think we're seeing the evolution of Trevor Lawrence. And it's just really exciting to see him grow as a player and start to realize the greatness that everybody thought he would have as the number one overall pick. So again, I think I don't I think give it another year or two. I might jump on the Jaguars bandwagon, but um they've got a tough road to plow facing the Chargers. Not the Chargers. Chiefs. Chiefs this weekend. Uh Patrick Mahomes, I mean, student versus teacher. Yeah, I I and Going back to Trevor, I I think at least two, maybe three of those interceptions, not his fault. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I saw a funny thing about, yeah, there's no way that the Jags need, you know, three touchdowns and two extra points and a, you know, and a field goal and a two point convert. And Trevor Lawrence, hold my beer, you know, mm-hmm. let's do it. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, I just, it's hard not to just be excited and, and root for them because they've had such a upturn. Mm-hmm. And, and let's be real, he is with the quarterback whisperer, Doug Peterson. Really? really is but oh man the chiefs are the chiefs defense has improved over last year their offense is arguably better than ever uh, i I know don't you just love and and mo you weren't here last week me and og talked about it don't you just love they did a play where they they line up in a circle this andy Mm -hmm. reed yeah line up in a circle and ran around a circle Mm -hmm. ran up to the line and ran the play and score i love that what happened didn't they, didn't they call that? They call it back, but still, it was it was fun that, to watch. That, come on now, the thought process. Mm-hmm. They they didn't have to call that hold. They didn't have to call it. You know, they call holding whenever they want. Mm-hmm. But it was just ingenious, OG. It was, and I I want 
I like both teams. I want the Jags to really play well. I think they're another year or two out from being a real yeah. contender. But man, you're you're facing the Chiefs, who you know, who are the um, just they're a playoff, you know, NFC title winner potentially every year, and it's I th- I think they're up for a uh, a tough game. Uh, and then we got kind of the rematch that never really happened the first time around. The Bengals versus the Bills mm-hmm. is the other NFC game. And it's at Buffalo this time, but I, I'm sure emotions will be high on both sides of that game. And again, another potentially exciting high scoring game, you know, both teams high potent offense and um, that'll be another good one to watch. But I think everybody's kind of in the back of their mind a little bit hoping for a chiefs bills rematch from last year. Cause that was probably the best game of the entire season. Um, was the was the AFC Championship game last year, and then in the NFC Giants, kind of a surprise. They you know, surprised, but not really uh, going up against the Eagles, yeah. and and then the Cowboys against 49ers. You know, the 49ers have very quietly won nine games in a row, and I don't think they've lost since they got Christian McCaffrey. I mean, he he was a big get, and uh, he the real deal. As long as he stay healthy, he the real deal. And as long he's been in the league for a long time, this I believe this is his first playoff game ever. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, where he was at, they wasn't doing much. But, <laughs> right. but you know, it also shows the kind of coach Kyle Shanahan is. I mean, his offenses are so nice. We we got that when he was with Atlanta in 16. And Matt Ryan was doing things that we didn't think Matt Ryan could do. So now that you got, you know, you got Purdy doing his thing, uh, he was the third quarterback on the depth chart. Now they don't know if the other guy they got hurt, Trey Lawrence, uh, Trey Lance, Trey Lance is going to be. You, you know, you got a decision to make right there because this guy's playing so good and knows your system. Uh, it, it's going to be something. And I, I ain't never cheered for uh, Kyle Shanahan since he left Atlanta, but I'm gonna cheer for him. This time, because I don't want them Cowboys and Jerry going nowhere. You stop that. I don't want to see Jerry going nowhere talking about his Cowboys. I, I think this year, I, I think it's the first time in, in several years that we have four very good. T- the AFC and NFC championships could be played against four very closely contested games. There's not like one heavy favorite or a Super Bowl favorite. Oh, they're a lock for the Super Bowl. We don't have that. We've got four potentially very balanced teams, and the favorites are Chiefs and Bills and then the the Eagles and 49ers. Uh, and if that holds true, and those would be some incredible AFC and NFC championship games. Yeah, I think they're all uh, – No, nobody's just completely dominating because the way it's going this year, uh, any given team can get beat. Right. I mean, I, the Jaguars proved that. And – uh, going back to what you said about Trevor a while ago, OG, if Trevor gets this win, that's how you become that dude. Mm-hmm. You know, when you win these kind of games, that's how you become that dude. And, and their defense has been playing arguably better than the offense, that, which which is what they need against the Chiefs. Can I can I bring up a familiar name? Foyer Aluakon? <laughs> Aluakon, what, how you pronounce that name? 153 tackles. Yeah. I mean, again, where was he at? Oh, the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, what did he do? He led the Atlanta Falcons in tackles. And what did we do? We let him go. Yeah. So, you know, I knew we sneaked that Atlanta 
I mean, well, you know, we 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 just like everything else. We spread out all over the league because I I guess we couldn't pay our players. I mean, Again. you know, you got KZ spread out. I mean, yeah, it's just okay. Go. On, I like OJ. these matchups. They're all compelling. Um, but I, I'm 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 rooting for the Bengals. I just like the way that Joe Burrow plays. He's he, he, cool. he reminds me of a mix between the old Brett Favre and just being able to kind of just run on the fly and just make plays and just shotgun Joe and Montana. That thing. He yeah, cool. I can see that. He cool as that. a cucumber. Yeah. Yeah. He don't his face don't even show stress. It's like he he thrives on that. He literally likes getting put in a crunch or tough situation so he can make a play. I got to give it to him. It's, this boy is the real deal. Yeah, I, I I remember back even in college in the in the championship, I just throwing fifty yard bombs, mm-hmm. just I mean, right in the hands right, and yeah. and just cool. cool and he's as having cucumber. fun. Isn't that fun to see a young guy just have fun with what he's doing? Just not worry about. Yeah. And when you yeah, when you see him on the sidelines, when when the defense is on the field, he just like this. Yeah, you know, he just, yeah, I'm just taking it all in. He ain't all Google. I mean, just the guy's just cool. Right. And and Joe Montana said in the Super Bowl, y'all remember this? I, I like to watch NFL films, man. They were uh, in a huddle, and the 49ers were driving down the field, and Harris Barton was one of the linemen. This is what he said. He said, Joe, when they got in the huddle, he said, hey, look down there. See who that is at the end of the end zone? He said, who? That's John Candy. Then he calls the play. And then they, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Yep. Look, you're in the biggest game. They was in the Super Bowl. <laughs> you're in the biggest game of the year. And in the middle of the huddle, and everybody, you know, it's a level of stress. He looks, hey, man, well, John Candy down there. You see him at the But he's calm and collected. He's and, calm. And, and as the leader, you're going to be more calm and collected. When you, when you see Your the team's going to be calm. Right. They, they, they're going to uh, – all the skill sets, all the skilled players, they're going to do what they're supposed to do. Alignment going to block better. Everybody know because Joe Cool is leading them. Right. But, man, if if you had the weapons that 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 Joe Cool has, I mean, wouldn't you be having fun every day too? Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, it's just it's just a great growth process. Uh, this kid was at Ohio State. Mm-hmm. And, and then uh, – he comes down. Who beats him out of Ohio State? OG? Uh, it, was the, it was the guy two years ago. Um, I forget his name. What, is it Justin Fields? No. No, no, with oh, him, man. it was, oh, Before. man. He was a real tall guy. He, he was like the third string yeah, and ended yeah, up being yeah. the starter. Yeah, then, and then He's then nowhere he, now. Whoever so he is. transfers to LSU and and Coach O was born. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. but he, he transferred after he got his degree from Ohio State. Okay. In counseling and financial uh, uh, family financial services. You Googled that right now. No, I Wikipedia it. Oh, excuse me. Okay. Thank okay. you. But, but I get this, don't nobody care what he majored in. That, that's that, my point. So yeah. let's take the student part out of it. I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not going to bring it back. Really? Yeah. I'm not gonna bring we it moved back on. We moved yeah, on. We did, but ain't my nobody therapist gonna, says ain't that. Nobody, go, Dexter, ain't nobody going to care until he retires and right. if he wants to do a little bit of that. So yeah. we've got another great weekend of oh. football starting tomorrow, Sunday. Now, no, we'll, I'll be parked in front of the television. T. Burr, I hear you got a burning question about what we'll be doing. Yeah. I want to know, you know, OG, just tell me, OG, what you going to be doing? You going to be watching any games tomorrow? Yeah. Okay, so what you going to be eating? Uh, so I, we, we really pick out on Sundays. Yeah. And so we'll we'll do some, you know, some greasy takeout burgers and some fries or, or some wings. Okay. Maybe a pizza. Just, you know, easy 
with with the hectic uh, other stuff we have going on, just something quick and easy. But man, it'd be nice to throw on some ribs or something on the grill. That's with what the, I'm saying. With a side of Lipitor. Yeah. <laughs> Mo, what you got going on? I know you're gonna be throwing some back on some kind of grill, ain't you? I don't know. My grill has like dust on it. It's not coming out until oh, spring. You're a not the grill. Girl. I know, I know. But I'll have I'll have something. It's probably gonna be wings. You can't. Okay. That's kind of something I can just nosh on during the during during the games and not really think about it and still kind of focus in. So, but a lot of a lot of snacks. A lot of snacks. A lot of snacks. And see, that, that's what I'm saying. Tomorrow, I think it's supposed to be a beautiful day like mm-hmm. today. So. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw me out a nice ribeye, and I'm gonna season it up real good, and get me some fresh veggies, and throw them on the side of the plate. Get me a, I might uh get me a little Coors Light to put over there on the right side, watching the game, and then without the grill now, the next best thing is the air fryer. Oh yes, I'm gonna throw yes. that steak in that air fryer, and it's gonna come out like a masterpiece. And my dog's going to be standing now looking at me at attention. Want some of that meat, baby. <laughs> the, uh, you know I'm just going to let you know the sponsors of this show do not support you putting a piece of steak in an air fryer. Yes, they do. No, like they so don't. Bad. No, they, that's what? the most communist thing I've ever heard. When it's, cold, it. when it's cold outside, uh, they do. Uh, that's why you put it on a grill. Dex, you can Google it. Already you did. Can, you can, already did. You already can fillet in the air fryer. You can't. You shouldn't, but you do. I want. I need. Best I need steak, pictures. Some of the best steaks. I, I got P- one. Post a picture. Blast yeah, me. I have to do Blast that. Blast for me. But but hey, you know that, what you got? What you gonna have going on doing the game? What you uh, I Mr. Am, Grill Master. I am actually going to um, attend my son's basketball game and his baseball uh, tryouts. So who knows? All right, hey, but that's what we do. What you got, Mo? Um, we got the final word on the playoffs from OG. I just, with with some of the star power not in the playoffs, it, it's been a long time since we haven't had Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady in the playoffs. And I'm glad they ain't in it. Why? I don't I'm sick of them. It's time, it's time for the mantle to be passed. I agree. I, I, what's your thought, OG? I, I, I agree. I think, I'm not a fan of Aaron Rodgers, but I think Tom Brady is just a living legend he still has it although he's been forced to kind of not play his best game and they they didn't have the best team this year so they don't deserve to be in it i just he still he still plays at an incredibly high level he does but therefore it it wasn't uh tom brady and tom brady knows that that's why he tries to handpick his players you know to come and play for him so you know so is he gonna sign with the team next year i hope he go home I mean, I'm I, I'm not a fan of Tom Brady's. I hope he go home. I'm I'm another I'm just, thing you don't you just don't know. Yeah, and you don't know either. <laughs> just because you like Tom Brady, that's go. supposed to make it right. Here we go. Huh? All right, we're gonna take come a break. With it. Yeah, come take a break, and we'll come back and talk some with? Hawks. Talk Who you with? with? That blaming? Who you with? Hey, 
It's OG from the Couch Potato Sports Report. You know, the smart one. Listen live every Friday at 6 p.m. on Podbean as I drop some knowledge on T-Bird to tell him like it is. And then he tries to tell me why I'm wrong. About Notre Dame being hypocrites, the Braves repeating, or soccer being better than basketball. Chat with us live on Fridays or catch it later on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Why would you hold on to a stale old auto policy when you have a fresh new car? New ride, new you, new plan, right? The LeVette Group will assess the new you for a tailored policy that meets all your requirements. So why not update your auto needs with a personalized plan from the LeVette Group? Call me, Todd Dean, to find the best package that fits you. I can be reached at 678-777-7718. Again, I'm Todd Dean of the LeVette Group, and you can reach me at 678 677-7718. Hey, this is producer Dex with the Cat Potato Sports Report. I have so much fun watching these guys talk about sports like they're sitting around a water cooler. There are a few things that can compare to sharing your peace of mind about something that you care about. Have you ever thought about telling the world what you know? That's where Podbean comes in. Podbean is a podcast platform that combines live streaming, analytics, a website, and more all in one place. You can create, record, distribute, manage, and monetize your pod from a desktop or phone app. Start with the basic free plan and receive a $100 credit for advertising to build your audience. Now go to the show notes, click on the link, and you will receive $100 advertising credit when you start your podcast today. Also, it's a great way to support the show. We are back here on the Couch Potato Sports Report. OG, we we, we going to have be, gloves off and just, gonna just be let T-Bird and I just you. go. I'm oh. telling you, it's going to be some fireworks. In if if I was yeah. a paranoid person, I would I would think that I'm the antagonist because y'all said y'all got along great last week when I wasn't here. So. Don't, don't, don't. don't. <laughs> Let's talk a little bit of Hawks. We watched them play the other night, T Bird. I'm sure that you were, as I was, a yeah. little bit, a little bit impressed. Even though you know, we'll see how long it lasts. But there's a lot going on, both on the court with injuries that they've been dealing with this season, a lot of changes in the front office. Um, heard some rumblings that there's some locker room issues. Heard some rumblings that there've been some squabbles in the front office. Is this a team that's in dysfunction? That what we saw the other was that last night. Yeah, night before. The night before. But well, we saw the night before they were playing yeah. Boston, right? Yeah. No, no. no. Who did they play? They were playing. Um, um, they were play- Who were they playing? Mm-hmm. Who were they we'll playing, Dex? We'll look it up. The Heat? Mavericks? Yes, Dallas. the Mavericks. Yeah, so that was with, Luka. with Luka. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you, OG. So, again, I mean, should we be concerned? Should we be excited? We're getting close to the All Star break where really. The rubber meets the road and the weed is separated from the shaft. They're in ninth place, I believe. I mean, are uh, they a contender? I mean, well, if they win tonight, they move up to number six. And 
you know, so that's a good thing. But when you say, are they in shambles? Yes, they are. Because we had a lot of front off stuff. We And you know who was right in the middle of it, Trey Young. Mm-hmm. Uh, we lost Travis Slink. Uh, I really did not like that. I thought he did a good job building the team. I think you should let him figure it out and how the way to fix it. You brought in the son of uh, the owner, Tony Ressler, and he's 27 years old making decisions and ain't never, as far as I know, got no basketball experience. Then you got the new GM. Uh, Fields. Uh, yeah. So, but uh, the CEO today, and I always forget his name, but he's a bubbly guy, Steve something. He said that apparently that they they like these new ideas that these younger guys have. You know, Kyle Carver is your new G, assistant GM. And uh, so apparently they're going in a different direction without saying they're going in a different direction, you know. Do I think that the Hawks can play well on a consistent basis? Well, I don't know quite yet. The other night was uh, – I thought they played a fabulous game, particularly Trey Young. Didn't take the 50 and 70 footers, was delivering the ball to open people. DeAndre Murray was just uh, – he was that dog that we always talked about we needed for that game. Over Luka, over a worthy opponent. John Collins – had another had a great game because everybody was touching the ball. We were even going in the paint. I could not believe Clint Capella had an outstanding game, and they had him on a minute schedule. Uh, so you see that when we get that collaborative effort from everybody, and everybody feels like they are part of the game, you play a little bit better defense. You take a little bit better shots. You uh. You, you hustle. You do all the little bitty things that are not written about and helps you win games. Even Trey Young, again, he didn't take that uh, 50 foot around the top of the key when he could have off of a pick. He 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 made a good pass. He was throwing some oozy doozies one. <laughs> so I would like to see them keep that up. We played the Knicks tonight. We're gonna be able to see tonight if that if that registered. Yeah, we've won. Hawks uh, have won four in a row, and and exactly right. We passed the ball, and and it's helped everybody shoot efficient. Well, everybody except Trey shoot efficiently above fifty percent because you pass around to an open shot, and we're not taking contested three pointers all day. I, I just like we talked about at the very beginning of the season when when we you know oh is 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 Murray going to work out? It's going to work until it doesn't, and I just ah, I just hope that it does, but I I don't. I, I'm just not confident anything will truly happen until either Nate and or Trey are are have moved on. Well, Trey ain't moving on, and I'm gonna tell you why. Because him and Wrestler's son are the best of buds, and he was one reason why Trey got his way uh, with the decisions that were made in the front office, and he's probably gonna get his way with Nate. But if Trey will understand that he don't have to score 50 points a night for us to win like he did the other night, we're going to be a lot better team. You're not going to trade John Collins because he's going to be more involved and you're going to get his skill set. You understand? So that, that's, that's, that's in my mind that I'm saying you're not going to trade him because of that. He plays a lot better when everybody's touching the ball. 
So well, yeah, they're not double covered. They can't double cover Trey that's at, right. all, all the time. That's that's and if Trey understands that, we we can do some things. If DeAndre Hunter ain't on the on the injured list every week, he can get his 15, 20. And we got we got double figures from everybody the other night. Which which is something we haven't done that often, but it's great because look how good we played. But it, it's just can can we make that connection? And and I don't know if the team really has the trust in Nate for even if he's preaching that message, I don't think they're gonna they're gonna absorb it. I think that I, I agree. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. So, so let me ask you this, Trey. Do you think he was smart enough to kind of see the landscape and became best friends with with um, with wrestlers, wrestler son, for for just for this reason, or or is that just coincidence? I don't know. You know, it seemed like it was, and like Mo said, it seemed like it was a total about face. He 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 won even the crybaby in uh, Trey the other night. I I seen a completely. Different Trey, his persona was completely different. Did, did you notice that, Mo? I did. Um, I think it's all an act. I think at the I, end of the day, he's still a crybaby. He's Trey is about Trey. Right. Um, if he if he were really bosom buddies, um, while you buy a house in 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 California, California yeah. I, um, if you really have the intent to set down roots and become um, the face of the franchise, then you would invest in the communities specifically as with real estate. So um, I think it's a fluke. I don't see the Hawks making the playoffs. I'm hoping that they don't so that we can justify getting rid of Nate because as long as Nate is the head coach, this roster will never realize their potential. I agree because let me tell you something. Nate got big. What's the big white kid we got? Big Kukowski or whatever. Okay. This guy needs to play. You know why? Because every time he comes in, he plays well. He makes smart passes. He rebounds. He does all the little bitty things. He takes up room in the paint. Nate won't play him. You, you got uh, uh, Jalen Johnson. Now we're getting on the negative side. Jalen Johnson needs more minutes some kind of way. This kid can play. And he shows it from time to time. You ever seen his dunks? This boy, is, he, he got all the physical ability. And he gonna ride on that bench with Nate. Yeah, you you've talked about about Jalen Johnson and and John Collins for I mean for two well at least John Collins for a couple of years. Like I think at least now the 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 rest of us can see the potential that yeah. they have. It's just it's just a matter of getting it through to to fruition here because yes, we, there is talent on the bench. Yes, and he don't play him, and and because he want to be Nate. And uh, have you ever heard his when he's talking to them and uh, doing a timeout? Hell, don't nobody know what Nate's saying. You know why? Because he talks too proper. He talks too really. Comp- yeah. Listen, when you talking to dogs, you got to talk to them in dog language. I can't deal with you. You got to talk to them in dog language. You you know we got to get back on D. Nate don't say we got to get back on D. Okay, we got to get. Yeah, and and, and 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 we gotta move that the is ball. the worst, Nate. <laughs> I'm just I'm just telling you, I hate his interviews because he. I got, I gotta have some dogs. Can I can I tell you what what has happened? Can I tell you why the Hawks are temporarily playing well? Why? Because here's the thing. Um, again, I think that 
the players bought into Nate starting off the year. I think he was able to kind of motivate and say, all right, guys, this is our year. I think as the as the season wore on, there there was obviously a rift between him and Trey. Right. A a disconnect, a definitely two different thought processes on how the team should be played, be playing. Um, and you had the other players kind of, I don't know, do we listen to the coach? Do we listen to Trey? Do we listen to coach? I think the reason you're seeing them play well now mm-hmm. is because there's been a passing of the guard and Nate no longer has control of that locker room. Trey does. And right now all the players are buying in to Trey's philosophy. So Nate kind of has really no choice but to play along, play nice. Um, but because Trey is selfish, that being the leader of a team is not what he wants. Being his own brand is what Trey wants. I agree. So we'll see how long he's able to really truly lead when he's selfish. So that's OG, what I think. Did you have to finish? No, I, that's a very fair point, Mo. I mean, well said. I I, I agree. Well, I, I got know. nothing more. Yeah. And she spoke it in that good English too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you still got to talk in that dog. Here we go. Not if you want a job in America. Right. All right, we're going to take a quick break and be back. We'll have most time out and wrap things up. Y'all stick with us. Hey, this is T-Bird from the Couch Potato Sports Report. I think about Atlanta sports all the time, but I talk about them every Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern here on Podbean. Follow the link, join myself, Mo, and the other guy as we'll discuss all Atlanta sports from the Braves to the Hawks and the Falcons. Again, join me, T-Bird, with Mo and the other guy every Friday at 6 p.m. live the episodes will be available on Spotify, Apple, and wherever you listen. When shopping for homeowners insurance, understand that any broker can bundle to save you money. The LeVette Group takes insurance further with personalized agent attention. We are always available to advocate for you and your family when processing claims and adjusting for your insurance requirements. Call me, Todd Dean, to find the best package that fits you. I can be reached at 678-777-7718. Again, I'm Todd Dean of the LeVette Group, and you can reach me at 678-777-7718. We are back here on the Couch Potato Sports Report. Been a good evening, good conversation, guys. Good debate, good thoughts. Um, really been nice, but I want to take a time out. Um, we kind of touched on it when we talked about the NIL. We kind of talked about it, talking about Trey Young, but it really got me to thinking about how there's been this evolution of the player into, and we've kind of talked about this a little bit. It's, it's not even about being a professional, uh, professional ball player. It's about 
realizing and promoting and really being able to capitalize on your brand um, with more athletes um, becoming aware of their brand. Now, oftentimes it's the routine, whether it be on the college level, that you're playing with Georgia, Stetson Bennett, he's he graduated. So how does he capitalize on all that he's done? I think you've said it before, T-Bird. Yo, he could, they're going to already build his statue. If he wanted to run for president or at least senator, he's not going to have the problems that Herschel Walker did. He's right. going he's gonna to win in a landslide because there's brand recognition. But the question kind of becomes, like, who owns the brand? If, if, if Giannis Koopa Boom Boo, you know Giannis. <laughs> He's the face of a franchise. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So does that franchise own his brand or is it because he's a great player and he's he's an all-star and he's won the championship can he take that and parlay that into something else is that his right again off of the back of a team or being a part of a team it's you you're the brand you're why people are coming to the games you're why people are filling up the stands and buying the merchandise but but do you exclusively own that brand and if you exclusively own that brand do you have any and all rights to that brand you know, you're saying he yeah. does. I think he does. I I think uh can I are you Yeah, go ahead, go, go. I think you that you built that brand. Now, yeah, the 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 school put you out there. Right. Okay, but it's just like a a, a high a college player. When he leaves that school, he goes to the NFL. Mm -hmm. So therefore his brand goes to the NFL with him. Okay. And everything he does, it we ain't talking about Georgia no more. We're talking about him and that team he's at. Okay. So yeah, I think he he when he leaves, his brand leaves. Can they still uh sell stuff with his name on it? He can okay that and they're they gonna give him a percentage of that jersey. So does the the power of the brand does it transcend that sport? Because let's let's use Colin Kaepernick as an example. You know, he played for the 49ers. He was the quarterback. And then he started a political um, statement, becoming an activist. And it cost his career dearly. Yeah, I don't really see him selling Cheetos and Cokes on TV right now, even though he is a brand OG. So again, he made a choice to use his brand for a personal cause. But at what cost? So again, did he really own the brand? That's a good question. And I, I think you've got two to kind of build a brand into this, you know, mega, like truly company, you've got to be a great player and, and you've got to have, you know, attention and, and all that. Like look at LeBron, for example, LeBron had name recognition in high school. And then, you know, just every team he's went to in the NBA, he's continued to build upon that brand. So, I mean, he's, he owns it. And it's it's followed him as he's as he's moved around the league and will continue to long after, but he's made a business out of it. I mean, he he that's a billion dollar. I think it's a he's a billionaire, a billion dollars a year, something like that. He's but, a billionaire, but it's because he continues to build and and kind of invest in his brand. But mm -hmm. his brand, any if you're the worst player on the team, you're not going to have that mega brand. So you've got you've got to be good enough to to kind of build it up and have the fandom, but then it, it's kind of a, 
you know, a catch 22, it, it, both things have to happen. Mm -hmm. The difference in Kaepernick and Stetson Bennett and, um, and who was the other guy you said? Colin Kaepernick? Yeah, that? well, anyway, I'm lost, but the difference in that is Bennett's brand is big and wide because he's liked. You understand? LeBron's brand is big and wide because he's liked. All the kids, think about LeBron. Kaepernick's brand is he's only liked by a few. That's why his brand got him to wear. He's at, because of what he was doing, he lost. It fizzled out. It felt, yeah, because he wasn't, the majority didn't agree with what he was doing. You understand what I'm saying? So when the majority, and you getting it from both sides like you, because you win in football games, and see, it ain't no political aspect then. Hell, we won the game. Whether you're Republican, Democrat, or independent, hey, we all hollering over here. But then when you start something where people feel like there's a division, your brand ain't gonna pop like theirs. Mm -hmm. That's my opinion on but, that. But we've seen and we've seen LeBron make public statements on issues outside of basketball. We've had pundits say, hey, just shut up and play. You know, it's yeah. about basketball for you. Play your sport. You're not an expert in the other. But I think it's it's really we we think back to when with the decision yeah. and how LeBron monetized that because he understood even if folks wouldn't say it they were very 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 much interested and what he did if you really think about it, was actually pretty brilliant even though it seemed um, egotistical the proceeds went to a nonprofit so it's not like he was quote making money off right. of that he just recognized mm -hmm. that people had an interest and so I think he's done a good job he his business ventures or would make him a billionaire, not him playing basketball. Right, so he's right. been smart about how he's managed his brand to really piggyback off of the public perception of his brand versus what he personally feels. And I think that's kind of, yeah. again, do you really own it if you can't really speak and live your truth according to the brand that you help create? Um, you're not able to really create that brand without, of course, public feedback or recognition but, yeah, but in Kaepernick's mind, he was speaking his truth. Mm -hmm. You understand? Mm -hmm. So in his mind, he was speaking his truth. And and his brand suffered mm -hmm. because a, a lot of people didn't agree with his truth. Because what did they want I, from him? They wanted him to play. They, they, wanted, they wanted him yeah, to shut up. So they again, wanted him to play and shut up. Now, did he really point. own the brand if he couldn't? Because, again, LeBron was able to do that. He was able to rebound from the decision, and it probably is making even more money. So, But that, I think LeBron, the decision – with LeBron and the Kaepernick, I think they're they're different because Kaepernick stepped way outside of football in his in his kind of statement. But LeBron's decision was still in and around basketball, and and that's his brain has always started with basketball at the core and has since expanded out. But Kaepernick went way outside of football. It's just it was unrelated to football. And it, and in my opinion. Uh, what Kaepernick did, I agree with. Okay, mm -hmm. but but see, a lot of people they don't even understand that side of it. Mm -hmm. that is you understand? Yes. A lot of people they kept trying to make it about the flag. It wasn't about the flag. It never was about the flag. But they they used their own narrative to make it about the flag. So therefore, you not you had the negative aspect of people catching on to that and saying that. 
So who ruined the brand? Did he or public perception from speaking his truth? The ignorant uh, Americans probably did. I, I agree with that. So did he I ever own the that. brand then if they were able to take it from him? You owned it. It just didn't fly. But, but he he changed his brand from football player yeah. to advocate. To advocate. Again, I don't see him monetizing and getting any sponsorships as a result. Have y'all seen his Netflix special? Uh-huh. I ain't. Right, exactly. Yeah. But again, the 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 it just didn't fly. Like I can start a brand mm-hmm. and it may not work. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't work. Yeah, it could fail. You know, his his, you know his what I mean? product essentially failed it's the it's the i call it it's because it's 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 strategic i call it the magic johnson strategy of all right you're the you're the face of the nba mm-hmm. and and quietly you're buying up real estate you're buying yeah yeah you're doing you're investing you're doing that um, over there shack, shack has done a great job of that too super job um, yeah. but so again we have generations that are watching this and being more strategic and smart because again you learn from history you learn from what you see and you build on that so you have these kids who now have these youtube channels and these videos where they have these compilations of them you know, making plays or, or balling out and they're getting millions of views and they're getting all of these followers. And what's so the they, first thing they say when you talk to them and they on YouTube that what are they doing? They building their what? Building their, building their brand. So again, it's, it has started well before they're, they're, they're being accepted into these colleges. They are owning their own brand and creating their own trajectory, which they have a right to do if they're being strategic about it. Because again, it's not necessarily being the professional athlete. It's not necessarily, um, it's not necessarily um, playing the sport that you love. It's understanding that when it comes to your skill set, yeah. you should be able to maximize that for your own benefit in right. your own way, on your own terms. But it's a it's a delicate balance because you can either become a slave to the brand yeah. or you can truly own and have that bank, have that brand branch out into ways that are kind of going to benefit you beyond the sport that you're playing. Yeah. But early on, you build your brand around your, your sport or your craft, but it, it's just like, like Apple made computers first and then they switched their brand and made phones and that could have crashed and burned. And, mm-hmm. and that's kind of the difference we're talking about here. Kaepernick's crashed and burned, but several others have continued to perpetuate mm-hmm. it's just you it's taking a risk on if you want to change that brand and have it evolve or is your brand built around kind of your sport or your craft so and it, so it, a nothing's brand, traditional anymore so in order to capitalize on your brand it has to be a collective property yeah that's kind of sad yeah that's true i mean it's nothing's traditional anymore yeah. nothing is it yeah yeah but wh- why do i want to watcher or you know whatever your brain if if it's not something that i'm interested in like if i didn't like basketball i wouldn't watch basketball but if your brand's not associated with basketball i'm not interested in in watching yeah but Uh, by then it's its name if if and we've seen him do this think about think about shaq again using his brand collective brand um people People, people fell out with Papa John's for a while. Right. And, and he, yeah. he stepped in and had become a face and literally will show up and pop up. And because of that brand, people now are gravitating. And I'm sure that's translating to dollars. You know, he's not on the basketball court anymore. He's bigger than basketball now. Yeah. Well, I, I, don't, to, I don't eat Papa John's no more. 
Yeah, but it's it like Apple. It they're not a computer company. They're an ecosystem. And it's the same thing with, you know, with Shaq or yeah. with any, even, you know, uh, rock stars, you know, they, they may make an album, but then they also play concerts and they sell merch and they, they show up and they act, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's never one thing anymore. That's why a lot of these entertainers are getting 360 deals. So yeah, it makes sense. You know, it, what is your brand? What are you known for? You can be known for a lot of different things mm-hmm. and people can reach you in a lot of different ways. And that's the best way to, you know, insulate yourself from a lot of problems mm-hmm. by and diversifying and, your revenue. And right. if you look at that, it's the first rule of business. Create multiple ways of income. Absolutely. That's the first rule of business. Absolutely. So and that's what you do. Yeah. So that, who did you have somebody on the uh no I'm just chatting with okay. some chatters. And here's so here's the thing. In order to capitalize on your brand, you have to sacrifice your own personal motivations and understand that as long as you either invest in or promote and tie yourself to what people like or what's trending, right, right. you're good to go. But do you sell your soul at that cost then? Because Colin Kaepernick, huge sacrifice, or huge you, sacrifice. You can align your, uh, align your, um, your goals, you know, cause some people, they never had the goal to be a, uh, you know, an activist. Right. Colin got pissed at, you know, how the police are treating black folks. And, you know, that was his goal. And so he, he, can do it through sh- he had to know that that could be a sacrifice. Yeah. Because it's not popular. No. That, that's not popular. Wow. Thanks, guys. That was a good time out, yeah, Mo. Yeah, you know, well, back to back to wrapping things up. Uh-huh. Um, look, their favorite sport, soccer. Yeah. Um, Atlanta United. Joseph Martinez is gone. Um do we even have a fighting chance to even have a 500 year hope? Will there be any moves? What does this mean for Atlanta United? Take that dick. They got a backup goalkeeper. Um, who's, you know, he's been kind of going around, uh, Clement Diop. He, uh, he's been going around MLS for a while. Um, I, I don't really know much about him to be quite honest with you, but, um, Brad Kazan should be healed up by the time the season comes in. Um, with, uh, Miles Robinson coming back, that should help shore up the defense a little bit um we really got to see who all they bring in as far as forwards um i don't know it's it's hard to say it's it's gonna be tough because part of the problem is they sent joseph to you know a, an in-league rival miami yeah right? they sent him to enter miami you know with gonzalo higuain was putting up numbers now joseph has to put up those same numbers he's never done that before i mean we'll see what happens so OG free agency. It's just it's it's everywhere. Well, I got a question about that. So well, it wasn't. I'm sorry, it wasn't free agency with him. Well, they moved him out. But it kind of it kind of makes sense though, doesn't it? Wasn't it kind of necessary though? Yeah, he wasn't going to end up coming back. Um, He was causing some problems in in their eye. You know, I'm going to go ahead and uh, and play devil's advocate on that. I don't think he was necessarily causing the problems. I think he got caught up in it, and there was a lot of passion going on. And I, I think when you have an immovable force and going with an immovable object, that's that's just it is what it is. I see it in their eye. I got a question. Yeah, you have you or G can ask this because we're just coming off of the World Cup where the world was watching some fantastic um, football. Mm-hmm. So, will this be a missed opportunity for this market if Atlanta United can't put out a product that at least is going to entice the casual fan? 
No. Because I thought about watching after watching, you know, if they can get Mbappe, <laughs> yo, I'll, I'll be a sick season ticket but, holder. But the star that you know has left. Yeah. Right. You know? Exactly. So, so I mean, I mean, if if they were going to get somebody like Mbappe, he'll be like 39 years old before he comes here. That's fine. I'm, I'm sure, but you got another 10 years before that happens. So. Most say he'll still be in his prime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think the MLS can can capitalize and needs to, but as far as the you know the United, you know, I don't know if there's, I don't know if there's enough that they can do. I mean, if you look at it, the cities, the the teams that are getting the, all the big name players are always going to be L.A., New York, Miami, because their population, what they're known for. I'm just saying, Atlanta United had to have some great seed money to mm-hmm. put together a team and win it all the first year, right? Right. 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 Not- not really. I mean, the level of talent with the MLS is is the teams are fairly even for the most part. I'm not going to say, you know, just the way it's set up, that, that there can be basically a different winner every year. It's not like La Liga or um, Liga, where it's always going to be. What did you say? Liga, that's oh. the French one. It's always going to be PSG. You know, in France, and then whoever gets the honor of losing to them. Yeah. Well, you yeah. got to remember, you lost a key person in office in Darren Eels, too. And Darren Eels knew European soccer. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and he was an asset to Atlanta United office. So you're going to have to replace what him. Is, what is Look this? at this guy you're dropping some soccer right. knowledge over here. Yeah, I'm just telling you. I, I mean, I, I listen to all of it. it it's it's kind of like, all the teams are fairly even. You've got one or two superstars that that can just dominate the league, and and you you know it kind of switches around and rotates. It's kind of like you know high school basketball or or, or any kind of high school sport, more or less it's kind of similar. But one or two superstars are going to carry the, it's the majority. Very unlikely that Atlanta United will get a superstar this season. Very unlikely. Free agency. You got to get yeah, Lucky free agency or homegrown. That's the only way it's going to happen. Try to go fund me, maybe. Now, to- one thing that I did like <laughs> is. When they play that stadium, especially in our year that we won, that stadium it was, was wild. Packed. Packed. Yeah. It was and the atmosphere was just oh, just it, the it economics was, of yeah. it worked. You it, know what I mean? It, you could take was, a whole family there for less than a hundred bucks. Uh, and feed them, you know, like it was great. And yeah. boy, if we had if the Falcons had that, how good would we, Here we be? go? Yeah. I ain't, I, we're, we're gonna make that a drinking game. Every time you mention the Falcons, we're gonna take a shot. Oh man, I wouldn't be able to drive ever. Right, right. <laughs> Mo, that was low. Just saying. Final thoughts, gentlemen. Coach Prime bringing in number one cornerback uh, in the. In, yes, sir. Here we go. Yes, sir. Hey, feeling his brand. I see some NCAA sanctions coming in the future. I don't. That's his only selling point is the brand. Uh-huh. Is his brand. We ain't gonna. We ain't gonna even get into that because. Y'all know Uh-oh. that Co- Coach Prime bringing in people like everybody else. Did you see him on the Coach Football Championship? like the closing, you know, wrap-up music from, you know. Did you really replay Somebody I better have a music. choice. It wasn't very long. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody better put some grease on OG's face because I'm fitting the right book in. There we go. All right, y'all. Thanks for joining us this evening. We'll see you again next week. Same time, same place. Good evening, gentlemen. Peace. Oh, hey. Uh, rest in peace, Anton Walks. <laughs>